Welcome back to Dope as Fuck Goddesses. This is your host, Osei Kwin and and Mindy. Thanks for joining us again. So this evening will be our third episode. Fourth. Fourth. Fourth episode. Mm-hmm. Keeping track. <laughs> soon we'll have hundreds so and we'll- we won't know how many there you go um but we're gonna talk about sex let's talk about sex baby let's talk about you and me hey like the most taboo thing of our society <laughs> yes the most taboo and the most fun simultaneously mm-hmm. yeah good point <laughs> mm-hmm. we secretly love to talk about sex yeah and i think that we also secretly love to hate talking about sex mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. oh my god did you just say that oh my gosh girl can you believe <laughs> she did girl she said she sucked dick like the whole motherfucking banana girl oh my god <laughs> oh my god oh my god becky oh my look god. at her but <laughs> yes <laughs> oh and boy do i like but mm-hmm. of all shapes and sizes mm-hmm. but yeah we come from this like puritan society that was created in mormon america in the 1600s right and it's like words like witch and slut were have been created right like have been cultivated to be bad terms for us and and it's like you can't have both guys. <laughs> you can't have both. I feel like everybody tries to have both, right? And we're all like living our shadow selves. We're like trying to keep all of our secrets hidden or pretending like we don't have or enjoy sex or that we don't want to talk about it or something or that you know, mm-hmm. it's just this like dirty thing, but like we are all like no, love it so much. Let's do that again. Like it's crazy. It's a it's a contradictory hy- um, hip hypocon. Uh, what's the word? Hypocritical. That's what I'm looking for. Hypocritical. Hypocritical society. The yeah. whole the whole collective is. Some of us are starting to open up and and embrace those sides of us, but it's mm-hmm. not enough at the same time yet. It's not enough at the same time yet. And those who do come out and talk about it, there's still Mm -hmm. stigma associated with who they are and their character for them to be talking about it. I have have a friend who puts on erotica shows and I was talking about her to another friend because her birthday's coming up soon. And I was thinking to myself, oh my goodness, what am I, what can I get for this particular person? And in me talking out loud, I'm just stating different things about her as I'm thinking about it. And when I come to mentioning that she hosts erotica shows, the response was, oh my gosh, so she's freaky. <laughs> and I looked at my friend, I was like, <laughs> I, first of all, um, all the things that I just listed, that's what you Right. took away right? right and then also that's what you took away like if I would have yeah. just only told you that she was a host of erotica shows your takeaway is oh my gosh so she's freaky yeah what? <laughs> everybody's freaky oh my god everybody's you're freaky. freaky shut up yeah <laughs> yeah and, and like who who cares and why why does somebody who openly talks about these things have to also then they must simultaneously mm-hmm. be just out here right you know what right. i'm saying just out here in these streets as we as we say right you know and that 
that is not always the case. And I think that that type of like immediate characterization of a person who's willing to talk about sex or whole space where sex can be talked about, or in this case, erotica, which is so much more than just sex. Mm-hmm. Like it's yes. so much more yes. than just the actual penetration of the various holes with various right. mechanisms. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and that's just so it's kind of disappointing. And mm-hmm. I I myself have have been mischaracterized because of my willingness to be open. Yeah. About sexual things, you know, I have a, and this is a moment of transparency and maybe these girlfriends may eventually listen to this podcast and Hey, I'm just speaking my truth. Disclaimer. I'll go after and, you. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> I've always been, not always, I shouldn't say always, but at a certain point in time, like in my early twenties, I was going through my first stage of my sexual awakening and I found myself in a position where I really truly enjoyed being intimate in various ways and I wanted to learn how to be good at it mm-hmm. and here's the thing Mandy I was a virgin I I technically did not lose my actual like vaginal virginity until I was 23. Oh wow yeah <laughs> Yeah, but before then, I was second dick, and mm-hmm. you know, I was doing the things, and and I, I was even, I was one of those people who had anal sex. Yeah, thinking that that kept my virginity. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted to be good at it, and I wanted it to be something that I can enjoy, so that I don't, I didn't want to find myself in a position as a woman to be always in this, in a place of obligatory intimacy, obligatory Mm -hmm. sex. So I wanted to empower myself in that way, but I was, you know, one of the few in my crew that was that was free with it and as we got older and graduated and got into you know I went to my master's degree and I just got older I became more what they would could be considered freaky and I am a bona fide freak I'll I could say I don't care you know I'm freaky I love sex I love talking (laughs) about it I love experiencing it all of that yeah but I think that Compared to my college crew girlfriends, mm-hmm. I seem to be on the outside, on the yeah. outskirts. I was the one that was the hippie, freaky, deaky person. Yeah. And, you know, it didn't help either that I was already the only person that was like into, I don't know, astrology and like yeah. meditation. I was doing, I was already doing other shit that was out the box. And then on top of that, I'm out here, you know, why can't a girl have a couple of niggas at the same? Yeah. Excuse my language, but you know what I mean. I'm getting real, real free with my with my talk right now, y'all. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so that's where I was. And then when I discovered that I was bisexual or that I am bisexual, yeah. You know, then oh my god, I think that I got put in an even greater chasm. Mm-hmm between them and then there was a situation that happened um uh last year where my character was challenged and I was I I wasn't accused of okay let me just not be vague (laughs) I have a friend (laughs) I have a friend a very dear friend who was contacting one of the crew members and I guess then she and a couple of the other crew members had a conversation about, you know, the supposed uh, getting hit on, you know, digitally on DMs or whatever. And I guess the conversation made them feel like this particular close friend of mine was hitting on her. And in the course of them determining what was going on uh, with him contacting her, they part of that conversation was, you know, 
we know that EA is a freak and everything, but you know, we sure hope that she ain't, you know, kind of setting her setting setting you out with him. And when they all decided then to have a have one representative of this crew member to come talk to me about what had transpired and double check to make sure that I wasn't setting them out, setting them out while also letting me know, you know, hey, you need to check your your friend that he's hitting on on her when she got a man and all of this. And I was listening and mm. I thought, damn. It's a difficult situation. You don't know me by now. Why would you why would he even come into your mind yeah. that I would set somebody out, let alone mm. my friend? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that why would that even cross your mind because i am free and that's how it was packaged like you know we know you and you know you do freaky stuff and you free and everything you free with your with your sexuality so we just may i surely you huh. wouldn't do that but we just we just thought you know what i'm saying i'm like that's weird yeah I'm, that and that hurt my feelings because yeah. it's like it yes yeah, I am sexually free, mm-hmm. and I thought that you were the friend mm-hmm. that it didn't matter that I was sexually free, that you knew my character. And anybody that sets another person out, that's not a cool move. I don't care yeah. if you're freaking or not. Yeah, that's just disrespectful. And mm-hmm. I don't think that you would think of me to be disrespectful because I'm free, right. and I'm sexually free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, girl. Yeah, so it is, yeah. it is like the, it is such a hypocritical, yeah, difficult, is. taboo mm-hmm. situ- place to be, you know, in this society to be yeah. sexually free and, and, and not judged. And, but then, but then, Mindy, they come to me for sexual questions. Yeah, they do. <laughs> or to explain whether or not, they didn't have the orgasm. Yeah. I'm the person that they come to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I so. <sighs> they probably, I might have just lost some friends, but you know, <laughs> it is, <laughs> it's my truth, you know? And I, and I did talk to the main one that talked to me and I was, and I let her know a few months later, I was like, man, it wasn't cool for you to think that of me, yeah. you know? And, and I have since forgiven forgiven and just let it go but I moved on exactly so I'm not like mad or anything like that anymore but it just it 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 made me feel like feelings yeah it hurt my feelings it made me feel like there really sometimes is our people that you can't have these conversations with Mm -mm. no they're not yeah no they don't either understand it they don't get it they don't want to yeah whatever or they they're so steeped into the puritanical mm-hmm. cultural meme that we have Monogamous in our society cysts. yeah yes mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. oh don't even get into the gender the gender I thing i think i got so much flack for dating a transgendered man oh, and wow. i got these yeah I mean, just from this family and friends you know my christian mm-hmm. friends mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, who yeah. just didn't understand. They don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean, I feel all of that. It, it takes me back. I mean, like, triggers me about high school, right? Like, one time I was caught dating two boys and their plan was the and like their whole gl- their whole class had planned this right like okay like I liked two boys at the same time and now that I'm an adult I can recognize polyamory but as a teenager living in the bible belt there's no such thing right like you mm-hmm. can only like one person you can only be in love with one person and they're like come on I'm 15 or 16 years old I was, at, I was at my peak, right? I was in my mm-hmm. exploration period. Mm-hmm. But I guess like, and, and right, like, I'm not going to be able to remember it exactly from being 16 years old, but there was some like, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Plot? Like they plotted that they were going to both show up at my house after school and then be like, wait, you're dating both of us and like bust me out or something. Uh-huh. But even that, but even that fell through because like they both ended up leaving my house thinking that they were still dating me. <laughs> what? But it's like, you know, but then like I was known as like a slut or a cheater, right? And I just feel like that is so unfair to put on like a 16-year-old girl coming in totally. to her body, exploring different, you know, like maybe she likes something about this dude and something about that dude i don't think that that's a thing that like our society should put on children who don't understand they don't understand intimacy right they don't Mm -hmm. understand like Mm -hmm. intimacy with connection or sharing energy or doing energy work together or sex magic in any kind of way they're not mentally mature either to understand like committed and open and honest and communicative relationships Mm -hmm. um but but i don't think that we should like shame them for like you know it it gives me flashbacks of like okay and if it wasn't me right then it was me and the other girls talking about another girl right like there was always Mm -hmm. a victim and there was always like a common enemy type of thread and it's not it and I think about it from my earliest memories in school, right? Like, oh, you let a boy stick your ha- his hand up your shirt or something, right? All the way to when I was a grown woman sitting at a Mexican restaurant with other grown women and thought like, oh, cool. This, you know, like I'm, I'm accepted and I can be honest. I can be open about who I am and confided in them that I had done sex work right? Like I had done phone sex operator and told them that then they told me I was lying to them. What? Like like was so serious about the fact that I was a liar and that I had never done that. And I even like had to be like, oh, oh, like you can call my husband. Like my husband knew I did it. So (laughs) like, I won't even text him first. You can call him and like ask him if I ever did that. And he'll tell you the truth. Like, like my mom knew and and stuff like that, you Why know. Would and you be lying? Why would right. you be lying about that? Right, right, right. Like I worked up the courage. I worked up the balls to tell you this <laughs> about me, about my past. Yeah. Right? Like I'm open and being like open. And who knows how the conversation got there, right? Like it wasn't like I was like, hey, I'm gonna like bring this up out of context. Like we're not even talking about sex. It was something where like I okay. felt like the conversation had grown there and we were probably drinking margaritas. But then like I felt very bullied about it. Like I felt very like it was two against one. And like oh my goodness. yes, yeah. Like it almost made me start crying in public. <laughs> was like what is going on it was so it's like adult bullying yeah that's what that's what you would do it as as, as a child like a high Mm -hmm. school teenager would do that right right it was so I mean I still like think like right like I'm thinking about it right now I still think about it and so it's like why why did either one of those situations happen like why did I have to feel guilty about who I was when I was a teenager and and exploring my sexuality mm-hmm. with whoever mm-hmm. and whomever and how many ever I wanted to as long as I was safe right like right but and and then also like why am I shamed for having done like sex work that like was easy money you know mm-hmm. like <laughs> it was such easy money I, I mean and that's how I feel about like strippers people who are shamed for being strippers or those who are like, what, your daughter's going to grow up and be a stripper or, you know, like how, how society like feeds that into our head that that's such a beneath us, like only crackheads or something do stripping. Like, no, yeah, honest, hardworking mothers do. Yeah. Like, they, they do sex work. Like that sex mm-hmm. workers are hard workers. They're like mm-hmm. harder working than like a secretary answering a phone all day. Like they're using their body to make their money. And so it's like. I don't know where I was going with that ramble, but you get. Yeah, saying. no, you're talking about the yeah. shame. Yeah, the shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like being shamed for like such so, something that is just so. I I mean, put me put me on a <laughs> a burning stake, but I feel like right. it goes back to that, right? Like, 
we didn't want to be burned at the stake so we told on our sisters instead like uh uh-uh, uh don't look yes. at me she's over there being a witch she's over there being a slut or she's slipping so and so's husband right and it's so much like that has been perpetuated in what like our genes and our generate like you know like my, there was never like a lesson from my grandma or my mom about like oh you know like other women have done us wrong for centuries so we have this point point the finger and don't look at me look how slutty she is type of society yeah Yeah. like there was no like lesson on that in school it's just like Mm -hmm. it's ingrained in us right like it's like in our dna that like we don't trust each other because i mean we need to compete and who's gonna be the better so i'm gonna tell you that it's the patriarchy that pits us against each other in a heartbeat but you know some people have their opinions (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think that there's definitely like a lack of honoring of each other's each other and our, our sexual desires, preferences, whether it be personal or work-related at the same time, you know, if it was work-related, they're making tons of money. So Mm -hmm. You know, and then if it's personal, who's laughing now? You know what I mean? Like exactly who's laughing laughing. now when they don't yeah. have to worry about their fucking rent and shit. Like right, half right. in hand all the time. Like what? That's right, like the best profession. Right, and it it's it it is it is like a a convoluted type of topic. Like you mentioned, like when you have, you know, the shame. You have the women lack of of sisterhood when it comes to that kind of thing mm-hmm. and and supporting each other and and especially if you know somebody's a sex worker that it's probably even more imper- imperative to like hold her you know mm-hmm. and yes. and then then on top of that like how we limit our own personal sense of freedom when it comes to our sexuality and how we choose to express ourselves, whether it's in the bedroom or out in the world. And our criticism of others steeps into our own personal criticisms and limitations for ourselves. So while yeah. they're busy, you know, at the table t- telling you a liar, calling you a liar that about yeah. being a sex worker for, you know, <laughs> it then begins the question of like, okay, what are you lying about? What is it yeah. within you? That, mm-hmm. that that limits you, your mental capacity so much that you don't want to disbelieve this woman here who's sharing something that's sacred. What are you mm-hmm. being dishonest about within yourself that she's actually bringing up within you right now? Yeah, the trigger you know? or the mirror. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Are you, are you, you know, what are you doing in the bedroom mm-hmm. <laughs> that you're not telling anybody? <laughs> what, are your secret, <laughs> what are your secret desires that you're lying about? Or what are you not doing in the bedroom that you wish you were doing in the bedroom and you Thank know that you. I am doing in the bedroom? <laughs> okay, yeah. two snaps, two snaps for that. Two snaps, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that, you know, I mean, when we're talking about like the petty people who are not really working on themselves or trying to like tune into what it is, right? Like that that's the people who make me like roll my eyes and it's like you're just being judgmental Karen where mm-hmm. you know what I mean like there's some people who are like oh let me try to understand like yeah that, that you're being that you're being um vulnerable in this moment and I want to hold you in that space or let me understand that you're triggering something in me for a specific reason and I need to like mm-hmm. remember or let me look in the mirror and try to understand what it is that is happening here those type of people you know like praise them and like lift them up and thank you for existing and working on yourself every day <laughs> but, but the right. other ones who yeah the, the other ones who are like my friends or like your friends you know where it's just like wait what how are we not past 1590 you know like how are we not this is not puritan new england shit yes. in salem yeah. massachusetts like i'm just like Whew. yeah totally totally and you know um and here's the thing is like this is not even a conversation of like everybody has to be freaky deaky out there you no. know I think right. this is not what that's about I think people can they could they our friends could still hold us yeah 
while simultaneously being more conservative in your own life yeah like you're yes conservative that's the word yes and our conversation would never have gotten to that point if you are conservative you know what I mean like if I knew that would make you uncomfortable or if we were trying to keep the conversation pg but it's like like I said I didn't I wasn't like oh we just got chips and salsa let me tell you I used to be a sex worker (laughs) (laughs) like we have been drinking and it was like we were friends for a long time and however the conversation got to that point I was like well you know I used to do that right like it wasn't like something I would open open the evening with (laughs) right Right, or just tell anybody. Or, yeah, just tell like not a nobody. brand new friend. Oh, this is the first time we met. Let me tell you that. Like, it, I'm a Capricorn. Okay, you have to get me to open up to you. <laughs> yeah, not even a little bit of alcohol gets me to open up. It has to be a whole bunch. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think the the judgment is mm-hmm. so rampant. So rampant. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, and it's so unfortunate because sex is like amazing. Yeah. And we have some good communities in Memphis. I've been involved in a couple of of I need to get more communities and they're they do not disappoint. And then I've been to other cities and been like, wait, can I get back to Memphis? Really? That's good to know. I mean, I like the strip clubs in Las Vegas, but, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's been so long since I've been to a strip club in Memphis. I used to go to the strip club with the guy that I was dating at the time. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Um, it wasn't until my most serious relationship when in my early thirties that that practice ceased to exist because he didn't want to go. And yeah. I was, you know, that wow, like yeah. most men want to strip club. But anyway, I love the strip club. I need to go yeah. back. I need yeah. to go back and visit, you know, after this whole COVID situation is I think it's resolved. fun. I think it's funner when you're a woman, period, whether you're bisexual or not. But then I think okay. it makes it doubly fun when you are a bisexual woman and you know, like it's it's like they don't treat you like a creepy dude all the time. I mean, like that hasn't mm-hmm. been my experience anyway, personally, like it hasn't been mine either. Yeah. When you go in they're like, Oh, you're just one of the girls. And so like, it's just, it's just more fun. You're like hanging out and I feel like I'm watching them have this beautiful talent and they're, you know what I mean? Like I'm giving them money for their hard work. I don't, it's not like, mm-hmm. it's not so much like the sexual exchange even like, yeah, it's beautiful. And yeah, it's sexy. But it's not like uh-huh. it's not like where I think like a lot of like twenty year old dudes or fresh out of the high school eighteen year olds are like I'm going to the strip club and I'm going to get lucky like that's you know what I mean like there's so many like creepy yeah. male misogynistic dudes that go to the strip club that make it a turnoff or make it the societal gross nasty place all the time like sure there's some that are not clean and there's some that have like you know. People, I've been to a couple that was really yeah, sketchy. Yeah, there there's bad neighborhoods in every city, but it's like I don't know when you when you have been on the other side or when you are like open sexually, you can see it. You know, you can see it for like this is a transaction of like my entertainment and your skill. Like there are so many yes. like oh my god, I've been to strip clubs where I'm like, how are you, how does it look like you're walking on air? How are you holding your whole body up <laughs> with just your hands on a pole? The only thing touching the pole is it's your hands. Amazing. It's outrageous. Yes. And they're so talented yeah. and they do work hard. And it's like even the worst stripper is like busting her ass. Like mm-hmm. you can't get up there and do that. That's so true. Yeah. And yeah, the strip clubs in Memphis so don't usually disappoint. I... I haven't been in a while either, but when I started thinking about why haven't I been to the strip club in Memphis for a while, it, it made me be like, um, it made me come back to that place of like, huh, there was some like shame or embarrassment or something around it because the last time I did go to a Memphis strip club, I ran into a friend from high school who was stripping and was completely naked in the bathroom and there's no shame or I didn't feel awkward, but it was just one of those things where I was like, oh yeah, you can run into like people you grew up with 
when you go to Memphis strip clubs. <laughs> and so it's been a little while. And again, like okay. I, I feel like I was like, well, you, you didn't feel awkward and you didn't feel like shame for you or shame for her. I was like, so I don't understand why, but it was just one of those things where I was like, yeah, I don't think I want to run into people I know at the strip clubs, like even in the crowd or on the stage. That she right. Right. Mm. Like it's that societal perpetual, like, oh yeah, I don't want to run into like yoga clients or people I know or kids parents that I taught you know like like I started to realize Uh like oh Memphis strip clubs are where I'm gonna like run into people I know like in a more professional setting you know yeah and the simple fact that we we exactly like that is yeah it's like that story of the nurse we all know the story if you don't know there's a story about a nurse who was (sighs) outed for her OnlyFans like why because she's a nurse that doesn't she didn't sign anything that that said she wouldn't like there's no Uh there there should be no it doesn't matter but because some dude she's doing her personal life exactly Exactly. but there was she's not breaking the law there was like now her face is all over the internet and some dude like you know told all her colleagues or whatever and so it's just it's just like but why right petty did he get in trouble for that i mean i hope so i'll have to read back up on the follow-up do a follow-up on that story but i mean i think that there was like some fundraising going on for her i don't know if she lost her job but man you know what i mean like Hmm. Like, we live in the type of society where a nurse can lose her job. And, like, the thing was, it's, like, she had begged him. I have to look back up the story for all the details. But, like, she had begged him not to to release her information. And then, of course, he, like, released her information. And here's the thing. I bet you he probably went home and masturbated to her. right. Or to any form. Right. He probably ousted her because she wouldn't send him, like, private things or free things. You know what I mean? Like, and I... I think he was also a journalist or something and probably making money or whatever off of it. But it's like, okay, and you think she's the only one? You think that she's right. the only nurse who has an OnlyFans? <laughs> like, probably not the only oh nurse at her hospital. <laughs> and then Instagram. Right, exactly. Instagram's like mm-hmm. deleting stuff from seven years ago on somebody I follow they were like my post from seven years ago is apparently against the community guidelines seven years ago what are you doing Instagram are you bored in quarantine <laughs> I heard that they were taking Everything. down people who have only fans accounts if you use certain stuff. words they're taking your account down or your post so it's like Ugh, yeah so people have to like misspell only fans or Use code words for other things or use symbols instead of letters. It's you like, can't have a link in your bio. If you use the word link in bio on your post, it's like flagged. Link yeah. in bio? Yeah, like you have a link in your bio and so you tell people like it's on the link in my bio. It means that you're like... Like any link, or you talk about OnlyFans? Yeah, and so any link is flagged against the algorithm because they feel like you're you're using marketing around paying for their ad space, right? So you're you're not paying. You're not paying for them to link your picture to an ad or to take your post and link it to your like website in in any way or your whatever link tree or like wherever you want to send them right so you're not paying instagram you're not saying like hey instagram here's ten dollars for my post to be boosted so that you'll send people right 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 this link and you give them the link well then instead of doing that you just say like hey here's all my information i'm having an event or i'm doing a sale or whatever whatever right like whatever it is that you're doing because people do stuff all the time right they're selling a cookbook or they're providing a service or they want you to like go to their event right and they'll say the link is in my bio so it'll just be like link in bio so that you know to go to their profile and to click on the link in their bio and to find whatever it is that they're trying to like sell you or promote or give away right 
So instead mm-hmm. of you paying the algorithm, paying the algorithm money to do that for you, like, hey, link them from this post to my link. You're just saying, look at the link in my bio and it's a free thing. So the algorithm automatically looks for those words. Like Instagram is like, hey, if it says link in bio, shadow ban it, right? So like less people see it. What in the That's what I do for a living. They get the option to have a website. I mean, that's what, that's what they allow you to put your website on your bio. So what is but then they so- want you to pay them <laughs> to boost your post so that they'll send people to the link in your bio. So they'll shadow ban it if you're doing it without their help. Oh my god. What is money? Wrong? What money, is money, going money. On? It's always about money. <sighs> I wanna go back and talk about <laughs> sex again. These fuck piss me off talking about thinking about the fact that I can't I can't I can't type link yeah. in bio when there's actually a link in my bio because you allow me to put right. a link in my bio. Right. And you can you can spell it like L exclamation mark and and then like I don't know put a C <laughs> instead of a K or something. You know what I mean? Like you can spell it different where like people will do that or they'll add extra spaces, right? So it's like L space I space. Oh my god if they would choose not to hire people to look for link in bio algorithms or whatever the hell those words they probably would have more money if they would cut <laughs> they don't need any more money but you lose your jobs but i'm just saying money and also they don't pay anybody to do that it's a computer <laughs> oh shit it's algorithm. yeah it's That's just right. the algorithm the algorithm just says they try if they write a code. Right. They, they write me. a code oh, that says like, wow. whenever you see this, push it to the bottom of the scroll, so less people see it. <sighs> it's the man still trying to see. It's the patriarchy still pitting us against each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here Mind like. Blown. <laughs> Yeah, yes. so they, and just so now they're uh, yeah. Well, so now they're but, shadow banning all the sex workers, so all the people who are like promoting their OnlyFans or promoting like you know the strippers that I follow, or even um, you know Ganja Yoga does tantric sex courses, and when she's trying to promote mm-hmm. her Ganja Yoga sex courses, she's getting shadow banned because it has words like cannabis or sex. and it's like her post has all her clothes on there's no like bad words it can even be like pg where she wrote words like juicy and peach instead of you know anything dirty but it's like they'll still they'll they'll still be like oh you said cannabis or you said you know tantric sex course and they those are like the things that they're knocking off of instagram i wonder if that's what's been yeah I wonder if they've been doing that with me with my Yoni mm, egg post maybe, on my Yoni egg page. Maybe. It's possible. Wow. <sighs> Damn the man. The man. Why is the man so anti sex? Why is the man? Why does the man have such an issue with us I don't just know, getting man. off? I d- it doesn't make any sense to me. Because it's like, like just yeah, let us get off. It's like Viagra Please. for everyone when it's done, and it's like it's okay if I get an abortion for somebody I was cheating on with behind my wife's back. But then I'm gonna go to work on Monday and vote against it in the Senate. Oh my! Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Complete denial this is where shadow work is so imperative because we walk around in complete denial of our actual truth you know and, and we we end up yeah. acting out we yeah leaking i call it leaking like you're leaking all over the place you over here fucking off with you know your wife mistress or whatever the hell mm-hmm. side chick mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it and you're doing <laughs> things that you supposedly consciously are against just say that you like to have more than right. one 
what? in the beginning of all your relationships be open and honest about it and then you'll find partners who are cool with it and then you'll just have polyamorous relationships okay thank you yes tribal, tribal community yes. I feel like the i feel like the collective is trying it's best to go back to tribal ways of living in a in such a modern society like we're trying to find that balance between like living in communes but also we have these cities and city jobs and stuff you know what I mean like we all want to live in like the tribes on the farm but we can't mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like we're constantly in this state of internal yeah. friction with what we want to do and then what we actually yeah. do do hmm <sighs> Well, I'm planning on getting <laughs> off. And I'm going to spend the rest of my days yeah. trying to learn new ways yeah. of getting I'm off. Stay you know, I, I just... <laughs> yes. I feel like orgasm, I know, not even just I feel like it, but I know that pleasure is one of the most direct ways to experience mm. God. Yeah. You know, and to deny ourselves pleasure, I feel like it's denying like a facet of God that we are entitled yeah. to. You're it's like you're stopping your ability to experience wholeness. I feel like it's the fountain of youth that like the whole mm. the whole world mm. is always like looking for this fountain of youth. Like I I feel like it's in your orgasms and how, like I said, how lubricated you are, how well oiled your body is, how often you practice and how many experiences you have. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like who are are the women who live to be 120 years old? They're the ones who have been like, you know what? Whiskey and men are of what kept me alive this long, you know, like they've been living their best <laughs> lives, you know, like dancing under waterfalls and having sex wherever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm, I want to be like mm-hmm, 65 mm-hmm. and have tons of stories. It's like that me meme too. I saw where it's like, uh, I want to be the kind of grandma at Thanksgiving that's like, saying inappropriate sex things and they're all like god grandma (laughs) (laughs) yeah if i have a granddaughter and 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 she's like hmm you know jimmy likes me but you know scott Mm -hmm. likes me too oh well baby girl just try both honey You want some condoms? Yeah. Let me go get my condoms. Just make sure you got it. You want some lube? Here you go, honey. You need some lube. <laughs> Don't leave home without it. Yes. Now let me. Right, right. Now let me show you how to tickle the balls. Wow. You know, <laughs> that might be too much. That might be going a little too far. Depends on how old she is. <laughs> but there's a part of me that wishes that my yeah. mom taught me how to tickle the balls. I mean, yeah. like, it would have been my nice. mom did fun party, you know. Yes, did she? Yeah. Ooh. She did. She did those fun that? parties where, like, you show up at people's houses, and you have like suitcases full of dildos, and you do like this one vibrates and this one rotates, and she would have like things that go on the dude's balls that vibrate, and she would have double sided dildos and swings oh one time I, Ooh, I like nice. I bought off of my mother a swing that like goes on the back of your door yeah stop so it that's the mom I grew up with like some of my earliest memories of sex oh. or, 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 like, thinking about sex or like wondering what it was is my mom was sitting on the couch in my living room when I was a little girl like I'm watching tv or playing with toys or whatever and she was just reading a playboy in the broad daylight on the couch like obviously for the articles <laughs> I was like I used to be like what's that magazine my mom reads you know what I mean like uh-huh. butt naked women on the front like 
Of course. Yes. But I heard that they had really yeah. good articles in Playboy. It's, it's not disappointing. Especially the older ones. They had like intelligent <laughs> writers. Mm-hmm. But so how was the first time that you had like an in-depth conversation with sex about your mom? Mm-hmm. With your mom, I mean. So I can't remember like who started the conversation or it was well before my first period and I still lived up north in South Bend. So I was like younger than 11. But I remember, so she had this old ass book. If you look at, if you Google it, you will laugh at the cover or I'll send you a picture of it. But it's like the, the book is called what's happening to my book. What's happening to my body book for girls. And it, and it looks like it fell out of 1930. Okay. Um, yeah, there's like <laughs> things in there about like dental dams or like pads that you really on, like clipping a strap to them and then like strapping them into your underwear. They were like washable pads. Um, hmm. Yeah, okay. but it was, but I just, rem- I just remember her <laughs> being like, this book has, this book should answer all your questions, but then like, let me know if you have more questions. Right. So it was like, she gave me like a dictionary mm-hmm. that had like pictures and everything. Like it had pictures of a dude on a chick with penis inserted, all of it. And then, like, how the baby grew, like, it showed the mm-hmm. uterus and the egg and the sperm and, like, so it was very, like, scientific when my mom explained it to me. There was no, like, let's talk about masturbation or let's talk about sensuality or let's talk about, like, knowing your body before you try to know your partner's body or, you know, the, it wasn't, it wasn't mm-hmm. like there was, like, and my mom wasn't religious, um, so she wasn't, like, when a man loves and they get married, like that wasn't the kind of education I had either. Like it wasn't like we had to be in love or we had to be married. Mm-hmm. There was no, there was no shame or anything like around that, but it was very much like, here's an, here's a book, mm-hmm. read the book. And of course me, like I said, I had to be 10 or younger. So I'm like engrossed in this book. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like the penis goes where? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah but but uh, then you know I it's not like I was encouraged to masturbate but I wasn't shamed for it it was more like we do that in private not we don't we don't do that at all right it wasn't like oh don't do that don't touch yourself it was like nope we do that behind Mm -hmm. closed doors or you know we don't do that out in public or around family like um and then like I said she you know she was very like very open when when we were adults, you know, because she was like slinging sex toys. <laughs> yeah, my mom was very pro. My mom was very feminist and very pro-choice, and I don't know. There was never there was never a question of like. There's never a question of like who I was or what I wanted or there was never any shame, you know, like she, she knew everything about me until, you know, she left this earth. She knew every freaking secret. There wasn't like, oh, I don't, I didn't tell my mom that I wouldn't talk to my mom about that. Like she knew. Yeah. That's amazing. Like if you're a piece of crooked, my mom knows about it. (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome that's something that i don't have currently with my mom that i wish i did have well what about you well how did your you know you know now you go (laughs) well i think that my yeah i think that mine was a little bit not a little bit but like the opportunity for her to teach me about sex kind of got fucked because my mm-hmm. father sexually abused me so and she didn't know about it until I oh, turned yeah. until I was 12 so um but let's say that that never happened right which is weird to say that but let's say that it never happened and then I've you know reached 12 right so then up until so up until I was 12 she felt like she was 
very open with the concept of sex, but her con- her idea of being open was to tell us, mm, yeah, don't have it, <laughs> you know, and uh, she taught us about the parts. Like she was really, op- I mean, she she used the word penis and vagina, and like you know, very early on, we understood, right, you know, how baby was made. I mean, she had she she had those conversations with us, but nothing about yeah pleasure. It, you know what? In her conversation, so she would talk about like just the very real yeah process of sex, and then then the next step of her conversation was was the biblical right idea of sex. Right, which was you wait, you don't do right. this act until you're married. So she taught us, but then also then was like, <laughs> no. And this is what you want to <laughs> do, but you can't do it. And even <laughs> exactly, exactly. And because it's like, no, this is not happening, there was there was no need, I guess, on her end, no need to really get into the nitty gritty of sex and the feeling of sex and the experience of sex and whether it feels good and right. this is what you can do and da 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 da, none of that. <clears throat> Even to the point where, you know, I, I think at one point I took a promise ring, which oh my gosh. in retrospect yeah. is hilarious because <laughs> right. I was abused by my dad. So I don't know, I'm right. a fucking promise ring for what? Right. <laughs> but anyway. That was very sick. It's your, it's your story. You can be, you can be. It's as my sick. Yes, yeah, my story. Yeah, my right. Okay. If I would have said it, it would have been a little weird. But you yeah. said it. That's all you. Uh, so yeah. So there now. Now, as an adult, we had one instance where the concept of toys came up in a very interesting way. It came up just one time and we have, and we've never spoken about it before that one time huh. nor after that one time. And that was, she called me up one day <laughs> giggling and she loved, my mom loves yeah. garage sales. Like she loves going to garage sales. And she had went to a garage sale that day where a particular person that owned a, uh, yeah. a sex toy shop had went out of business and was selling the excess inventory at, at, at his garage funny. sale. <laughs> so she calls me up giggling. I mean, I mean, <laughs> like a schoolgirl, Mindy, like a schoolgirl. It took her a minute to be able to get out of her mouth fully that she just let the garage sale where yeah. I do selling sex toys and wanted to know if I was you know if I wanted a sex toy or she she had expressed that she was a little bit she didn't buy anything at the time she was just kind of inquisitive and I think on some level she kind of needed my not my permission yeah. but just like the validation so then I was like well let's just go back yeah I was, and I was curious because I we had, right. this is something that we've never talked about, and here she is calling me up, and right. I'm like, I've got to see this story. I like follow this rabbit, <laughs> this might be in my mind. I'm thinking, yes, exactly. And I was also thinking like this could be the opportunity for like yes, the door yes. to open up a little bit more with my mom on conversations about sex and pleasure. Wow, she ended up buying a rabbit. Congrats, mom. The whole time we're there, she, I know, right? The whole time we're there, she's <laughs> she giggling and like, <laughs> she, I have never seen her in that kind of state before. And I don't right, think, I have not right. seen her since in that state. <laughs> and, that had to be a fun day. <laughs> that was very interesting day. It was lots of laughter for sure. It was definitely fun. And then I think we attempted to have like a follow-up conversation, but then that was weird because then that would, 
be a conversation where my mom right. had to admit whether or not she used it and what she thought of, which means that then I would be consciously, even more consciously aware <laughs> that she's attempting to masturbate. And I don't think that she's ever, I don't yeah. know that she's ever masturbated because masturbation was right. not something right. that we talked about at all. And, and I had already been masturbating. I, I mean, I mean, when, right. I mean, I knew about right. sex early on because of what I went through. So, and, um, so I had been masturbating. I used to masturbate with a rab, a toy, a, a stuffed rabbit in my, <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it was popped. Whatever. Anyway, so, but yeah, so that would mean that then she would then also have to con- like consciously admit that she's done this act. Yeah. And my mother's very Christian. So, I mean, we have not had a conversation wow. about that since. You're going to have a conversation about after Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would bet money that she <laughs> would call me giggling. And then at the same time, be like, why are you telling family business on the internet? You're going to use your real name, mom. <laughs> I kept it anonymous. (laughs) I know. Right. But, you know, all my friends who know her be like, really? That just happened. Now, my best guy friend, he knows that happened. But other people, but whatever. We love you, mom. (laughs) Love you, mom. Love you, mom. Yeah. I truly hope that she, you know what? I hope that she did use it and I hope that she enjoyed it. You know what I mean? She deserves that. She deserves to experience pleasure. We all deserve to deserves to feel pleasure. Okay. 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 I wish my mom was getting her back <laughs> broken out on a regular basis. I really do. Oh my god. I feel like her stress level would significantly reduce if she would have some good <laughs> size penis on a you on weekly basis. Mom. We need to get mom on Tinder. Back out, huh? (laughs) Listen, (laughs) my mom is so Christian; she would never. But whenever she finds her husband, I hope her husband blows her back out, sending good vibes to, and makes up for lost time. (laughs) Yes, don't break her back because she's old. But just you know, make her almost break her back. Treat her right. (laughs) I'm real close. Exactly. So, do you want to do um, our dope as fuck things for the week? From the week, yeah. You know what is in along the lines of sex, but not sex in like the act of sex, but more um, intimacy with yeah. with other Ooh. people. Something Juicy. that dope as fuck happened to me. Yeah, yeah, in the just yeah, in the past week is, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm single, <laughs> except yeah. for this relationship that we're in. And... No. <laughs> <laughs> except, right, right, very single. Um, <laughs> so the past week, I've had two. Um, instances with two different men where they expressed to me what I feel were intimate, very uh, caring acts. One was actually the man who put me over his lap and made me, I can tell the story. (laughs) You know what? Not (laughs) here. I told you. <laughs> okay, just real quick, real quick, just as background, this dude that I'm about to talk about is the first guy that has made me explore submission in a way that was such a right. turn on. Actually, period, because no other man had really ventured into that arena with me. And he did it with just such grace. I, I never knew that I could almost orgasm with. Right being with yeah. my ass being smacked I mean like it blows my mind so this this same person I had not been intimate with him for quite some time 
he came over because he, he had checked up on me and he had mentioned that he sometimes thinks about me and wants to roll through, but thinks I'm too busy. And I was honest with him. I was like, you know, I just mm-hmm. haven't really been feeling very sexy lately, which is yeah. probably another podcast, you know, topic, but I hadn't been feeling very sexy lately. Um, and I don't really know yeah. why it's just my state of being right now. And he came over, he said, I think you need an old fashioned hug. And he came over and gave me a hug, Mindy. Like that is, yeah. that was all that he came to do. And I felt so yeah. cared for, you know, and, and honestly, in that moment, <laughs> I probably could have sucked his dick, but right. I allowed right, it right. to just be the old fashioned hug that I really did need. And so that was to me a very sacred moment of intimacy. And then I had another experience with um, my upstairs neighbor guy who came and helped me yesterday. He helped Mm. me yesterday with my heat because my heat went out. Then he fed me and hung out with me and made sure that I stayed Mm, in his apartment so I was warm. And yeah, so to me, that was like a second, uh, you know, experience of dope intimacy there, there was connection. There was something beyond. There was connection happening that where sex wasn't happening, but there was, to yeah. me, pleasure. Mm. I love that. I love when we get to experience mm-hmm. pleasure in a non-sexual yeah. way. I feel like yeah. that helps the the sexual pleasure so, be um, better I'm, too. Yes, yes. I feel like I could have sucked his dick too. All the way across the But I didn't. But it was, you know. <laughs> but it was it was beautiful. It was yeah. Those moments are dope as really, fuck. Yeah. Really amazing. Dope as fuck. They're dope as fuck. Yeah. Okay. So your that. turn. So I guess I would have to say the most dopest fuck thing that's happened to me in the last week is joining that orgasmic liberation um, master. It's a, it's a 12 week mm. class um, with a mentor that I've wanted to work with for a long time. It was actually like a goal that I wrote on like a new moon or a full moon. Um Well, well before 2020, either in the early 2020 or before, but. I've wanted to like work with her in like a one-on-one capacity or take one of her courses. So I finally just like signed up and, and we began today and it, and it's mm-hmm. just, oh, I like, I can already tell it's going to be some kind of like sexual rebirth for me. And like, again, like tapping, yeah, like tapping into oh, like awesome. what, what is my definition of pleasure at this stage of my life? Right. Like, I'm not a teenager. I'm not in my twenties anymore. I'm in my mid thirties and you know, the, a mother and a wife. And so I'm trying to just reconnect to like, what are the things that Mindy likes, you know, like not being a people pleaser or not being like a giver or a mom or a teacher or an empath or a yoga instructor. Right. Like mm-hmm. where, and, and, you know, again, like, yes, sexual pleasure, yes. Orgasms that are, you know brought on by physical affections but it's also exploring like those non-sexual pleasures and you know the ways to have orgasms without you know even touching yourself so um yeah I'm I'm super excited Mm -hmm. to like do this deep dive it it just feels like it's for me you know like when I did like yoga teacher training I felt like that was like me doing work for other people and I feel like this is me doing work for Mm -hmm. me I know. Thank you. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Yeah. You I feel so like 2021 is like yes. me time. I'm going to just take the whole year for me time. And, and so, <laughs> and so like that kind of rolls into like, yes. like as fuck that hasn't happened yet is that my birthday is coming Friday. So snap, snap, snap. Oh, what? Um, what? What? I'm going to go hide in a cabin in That's the woods what? in a hot tub with my husband and yeah just fuck each other's brains out mm-hmm. <laughs> no children <I> was- <laughs> no friends no neighbors and the yes. right 
no interruptions just yep. you the a hot tub yeah and yep. your favorite penis yep. on your birthday yep. mm-hmm. oh yeah that's what i'm talking about that's it right there goals goals well i hope that you have an amazing time in the woods with your hubby in the hot tub hello uh-oh did we lose our connection i think we did so i'm gonna graciously end this hopefully it well i don't think she's gonna hop on so thank you for listening to dope as fuck goddesses we love you and we hope that you enjoyed our conversation about sex there's more to come sex is such a deep topic um, that we'll touch on time and time again among other things you have a wonderful dope as fuck 